the Dare to Decide podcast, where we take a psychological dive into our everyday decisions that shape our relationships, health, and finances. My name is Marion. I'm a former school psychologist who built a multiple six-figure online business, helping thousands of women transform their health and confidence. This is a podcast for women who don't want to settle for a life that is less than what they know deep down they can create. I believe that to begin building the life you truly want, you are just one decision away. This is an Up Level Your Life podcast, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Ah, I can't even believe it, you guys. This is episode 20 of the Dare to Decide podcast, which is just nutty to me because when you start something like this, like a podcast, you don't even know if anyone is going to listen or if you're just going to be talking to yourself. And when I created this podcast, I became totally cool with the idea that I very well could be just talking with myself. But I've been blown away by all of your support and all the DMs I receive over on Instagram and just the positive growing community we have here. So thank you for being here. Um, last week I shared the exciting announcement that I have officially launched the beta round of my one-on-one mindset coaching intensives. And these are sessions where it's just the two of us working one-on-one together on the areas in your life that you've identified that are holding you back. So for many of you, it's a side hustle that you're trying to take full time. And for others, it's feeling stuck and unclear in other areas of your life could be a career path. Uh, personal relationships or habits, overall happiness, you name it. I've most likely already heard it from someone else. Like you, you're never alone. So if you feel deep down, like you know, you're capable of more, but you aren't sure where to begin. And you know that you're holding yourself back somewhere in your mindset and damn it, you're ready to get unstuck. Then this is for you. I will be taking on a limited number of clients and we'll be starting in mid January. So right now, these past few weeks and going into Christmas, I'm sending the info out to everyone and reserving spots, but we won't dive in for a few more weeks. And since this is a beta launch, you're going to be the first to go through the program I've created for these intensives, which I am so proud of, by the way. Um, And as a beta member, this also means the pricing is significantly less than what it will be with my full program launch in the spring. And I've created three different options for the beta launch in order to best meet everyone where they are. So my goal is to have you looking back at the start of 2022 and saying that this was one of the best investments you've ever made for yourself. So if you're interested in checking out the details, head on over right now to the show notes and click on the link. I'll have it listed there and I can't wait to work with you. Okay. So Today's episode is all about self-sabotage. I'll be sharing with you one simple and easy thing that you can do, like today, to squash your self-sabotaging habits and flip that biatch upside down. Like it's time that we start empowering ourselves. No one else is going to do that for us, so we have to take that on ourselves. And I all too often, I hear from women who are quite literally their own biggest bully, right? They have a voice in their head that beat them up for almost everything that they do. Something as simple as leaving a basket of laundry unfolded or like dirty dishes laid in the sink. And that voice just pops up and says things like, oh, I am such a hot mess, (laughs) right? And so they get out of bed and walk over to the mirror and the first thing in the morning, um, 
they're telling themselves in like this bully voice, I am so fat. They scroll Instagram and see an airbrushed version of some random girl talking about her holy grail skin cream of the week. (laughs) And that voice inside her head says, wow, she's so beautiful. I am nothing like her. And right now, if you've ever found yourself saying those type of things to yourself, I want you to just take a deep breath. Like, so right now, just breathe in all the way to your belly and then release it. And I want you to hear me when I say you are in control. We can change this and your world will open up when you do. Because you'll notice something about all these statements. They all start with, I am. And whenever a sentence starts with those two little words, I am, then we're dealing with an identity statement. An identity statement, those are really sticky. And that's because those are really powerful. Have you ever met anyone who was, let's say, super thin, but no matter what anyone else says, she would still call herself fat? Or let's say someone who is incredibly intelligent and no matter what they accomplish or what others say, he would still say things like, I am so stupid. Like we can often see this with our kids, right? And we can see how just insanely powerful these I am identity statements can be. I remember when I was maybe like in third grade, my grandma was watching me do my math homework and she said out loud to my dad, She's not the best at math, is she? (laughs) But I mean, I'm laughing now, but at the moment, at the time, it really got stuck in my brain. And without even realizing it, I quickly created this identity of, I am not good at math, which looking back, I know is now total horseshit. I was just fine in math, but it changed how I approached math every day, like even in college. But we'll hear kids say things like, I am not good at science after they don't do well on a test. Or I'm not good at making friends if one day no one in the neighborhood is free to play with them. Or I'll hear my son Cooper say things like, I am not good at soccer after they lose a soccer game. Like sometimes they'll say these things as a hook to try to get you to reassure them and say things like, hey, you're great at soccer you know, because as kids, they don't always have the words to communicate, but they know what they want to hear. So saying something negative like this seems to work. But the problem is when they start to believe it. And just as a little school psychologist tip for any parents out there, if you hear your kiddo making negative I am statements like that, just remind yourself to praise the effort. And praise it in a very specific way. So the best example I used to give to parents I worked with was to, let's pretend you're watching your son or your daughter shoot a basketball. Instead of saying, great shot, which is what most people say, and it's somewhat of a forgettable statement, you say, wow, you really got under that ball, right? So something very specific about the action they took. Um, Or if they didn't do so well on on the test, Instead of focusing on all the wrong answers, um, you can notice that they made a solid effort throughout the entire test. Like you can see by looking at the test, they didn't give up. So you can say something like, you know, the one thing I love about you, Cooper, is that you don't give up. Most kids might get frustrated and give up trying, but not you. You might feel frustrated, 
but you keep trying. That's pretty unique about you. So a sentence like that validates his feelings, but also empowers him. Like, what do you think Cooper is going to remember a year later? The grade on some random test or something positive about his identity? That he is a kid who doesn't quit. And guess what? We can do this exact same thing for ourselves. It's, it's pretty cool, but it's also pretty dangerous that we get to create our own identity. So going back to the I am statements I mentioned earlier, a lot of women say things like, I am a hot mess. I am a wreck right now. I am lost. I am stuck. Okay, so my job as a coach is to walk you through these things and do what we call reframing them. So let's say you're continuously telling yourself, I am stuck. Well, you might feel stuck, right? It might be a fact. Other related words you might feel um, include maybe you feel lost, confused, unsure, anxious. So what we want to do is acknowledge that you feel a certain way. This is never about putting yourself in denial, right? It's actually about self-awareness and noticing that, hey, I am feeling this way. Let me take a moment and see what's going on. So we need to replace that whole Debbie Downer statement of, I am stuck to something positive. Because here's the thing, I am statements should always be followed by empowering words. Like that needs to be a rule, (laughs) If you say I am, what follows needs to be empowering. So instead of saying I am stuck, you can catch yourself and say, I am a woman who always figures it out or I am finding my way, right? So here's the three-part formula on how to create an affirmation. Well, actually, before I share those three parts, let's just be honest and say that some affirmations out there just suck. (laughs) Like, You can't just tell yourself, I am rich, when maybe that's not the case. You can't look at your bank account and you see like a low number and be like, I am rich, I am rich. It it doesn't work that way. And that's actually harmful from a psychological perspective. But yeah, a lot of people say that's what you need to do. So your inner BS meter, right, is going to be like, "Um, okay, so that's not true. So just... These three things need to be a part of your affirmation. It has to be true. It has to be present tense and it has to be empowering. So instead of saying, I am rich, you can say, I am working hard to create more wealth every day. That makes you want to get up and start working, right? Like I am working hard. It's going to happen. Let's go. Um, Going back to the example of looking in the mirror first thing in the morning and the woman who tells herself like a, like a bully saying things like I am fat. Well, we can't just flip it and start saying to ourselves, looking in the mirror, like I am strong and thin. If that isn't the case, right? Because we all have that inner BS meter, but what we can say is I am working hard to create a strong and healthy body. And when you say this, you're opening the doors of possibility to create whatever it is you want to create in this world. As humans, we have anywhere between 60 to 80,000 thoughts in one day. And guess what? 90% of those are negative. Oh, that's just like 60 to 80,000 thoughts in a day. And almost all of them are negative. That's messed up. 
Have you ever heard of John Gottman? So he's this famous relationship researcher. And through his research studying successful marriages, he found what he calls the magic ratio. And he noticed that in super happy marriages, there's this ratio of five positive feelings or interactions to every one negative, right? So five to one is the magic ratio. And these can be verbal or nonverbal interactions. So things like a friendly little butt slap in the kitchen, like that's a positive, that matters. And Gottman got so good with his research that he could predict couples who would divorce with some crazy, uh, pretty crazy accuracy. But anyway, I wanted to share his work because we have a relationship with ourselves. We can't divorce ourselves. So we sure as heck need to check in and see what our ratio is. Is your magic ratio upside down? Are you giving yourself five negatives to every one positive? Do you even give yourself positive statements? And if not, if the answer is like, oh, my ratio is wrong, then chances are your life isn't where you want it to be. You aren't as happy or fulfilled as you want to be. But the good news here is that we can train ourselves to create the narrative that we want to experience in life. Like this is not a gift that one is born with. This is a skill that you can develop. That's, that's awesome news, right? So I want to end with this. About four years ago, Troy and I went to a Tony Robbins conference in Los Angeles. I don't know if you've ever been to a Tony Robbins conference. It's quite the experience. This one was um, three or four days long, and it was just jam-packed. It was exhausting, but invigorating at the same time. But I remember Tony telling this story, and it really made an impression on me. He shared how he was working as a janitor during high school to earn extra money. And if you know Tony's story, you know that his mother was a, she was a drug addict and an alcoholic, and his parents divorced when he was really young. He did not have the most stable upbringing. But as a high school student, he saved his money, and he attended this weekend uh, Jim Rome conference that completely changed how he thought about his life. And he learned things like, um, to have more, you simply have to become more. Don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Uh, For things to change, you have to change. And for things to get better, you have to get better. And he talked about how he was working late as a janitor at his janitor job one night, and he was hurrying to finish so that he could catch the bus home but he missed it. And it was pouring rain outside and he stood he stood there knowing there was no other bus coming. And he lived a few miles away, so he did the only thing he could do and he started walking. And as he walked, he thought about what he had learned at that conference, how if he wanted more in his life, he needed to become more. And he just shared how all of a sudden he found himself jogging in the rain. And this chant started running through his head. And it was, it was a voice saying, every day in every way, I'm getting stronger and stronger. And it just kept repeating as he ran, as he ran faster and faster, every day in every way, I'm getting stronger and stronger. And I, I love this story because it's a reminder that we control our narrative. We tell the story of our lives, what could have understandably been a miserable walk home in the rain, he turned it into this empowering moment, a moment where he chose strength and overcoming over victimhood. So 
My little mini assignment for you to do today after listening to this episode is to think of one, just one affirmation for you to inject into your own life. Remember, it has to be true, present tense, and empowering. So during your workout, maybe your next workout, tell yourself with each rep, I am getting stronger. When you're looking at the numbers from your, your side hustle and they aren't where they, you want them to be, or maybe you're feeling stuck in your weight loss journey, tell yourself, I am showing up every day and making it happen. Remember that voice in your head can either tear you down or lift you up. And it's a decision which way you want to go. So I dare you to decide to lift your own damn self up and start getting serious about making your dreams come true. All right, guys, thank you so much for being here and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Dare to Decide podcast. If this was helpful for you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It's truly what helps the podcast grow. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and tell me what you think. I can't wait to hear from you.